Welcome to Two Crazy Scoops Podcast with your host Ao and Antino and special other host Anna. Today we're going to be talking to Zulema Garcia about various topics, many things, as we will slowly get into in this episode, season four, Two Crazy Scoops. So we're back at it, back at it again, Aaron. How are you doing? I'm good. How about you? I'm doing almost fantastic. If I was doing any better, I don't, I don't know where I'd be right now, but yes. <laughs> and Anna, how you doing? Good. Really good. I'm excited to have another uh, female <laughs> at the same time as me <laughs> on I the show. I think this, um, we're going to introduce <laughs> Zulema Garcia, and I think you are our second female guest on the podcast. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> We've asked many people and they just said no. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, we're getting into a new realm here. I think last time with Tracy, I wasn't on. I didn't get a chance to be on that time, but. Yeah. So. But now we're starting all this. So I think I asked Aaron how he's doing, but I'll ask him. Uh, or uh, what's new? What's new with everybody? What's going down? Nothing. Everything's good. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I'll start off by asking you, Zalema, what do you know about podcasts or podcasting? Not much, to be honest. I don't listen to many podcasts. Um, I get easily distracted. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I mean, it, like your, your guys' is just so hilarious. You guys, <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, when I when I was thinking of asking you, I was like, I was like, I don't really, I don't know if she's def like someone who would listen to podcasts. So I think it'd be interesting to get someone who kind of hasn't really been uh, too exposed to that because I I think me and Aaron mm-hmm. both listen to podcasts. I don't know if you, you listen to podcasts every now and then, or watch more like YouTube videos. And stuff. Yeah, not too mm-hmm. many podcasts that I listen to, but I might start getting into it now that I know like a little bit of the other side. <laughs> <laughs> of things with it but um yeah I'm kind of like Sulema too if uh, I think like visually I can stay focused for a long time but listening I tend to (laughs) drift off into my own little world very quickly so it's a little harder for me (laughs) yeah so we had mentioned like uh some things about uh, well, that we were going to talk to you about, and I think the reason we wanted to have you on mostly is because you had started like a business before the pandemic, correct? Yes, I did start it maybe like six months before pandemic hit, and oh, wow. it was going pretty well. It was picking up pretty quickly, but then the pandemic just ruined everything. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I had to stop. So before we get into all that about what, what what is it that you do, what did you go to school for, and what kind of got you into that? So I am I'm a licensed massage therapist, or LMT, and I got into school uh, because my little sister called <laughs> my college, and she set up a tour. And oh. I honestly, before going to school, I knew zero about what massage therapy actually is mm-hmm. you know in our, our hispanic culture it's all about oh go to the to that lady that massages air quotes <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's um 
it's totally different from what they teach you at school, you know, professionally. And uh, I've always kind of been into it. I graduated early from high school and I wanted to go when I was 16, but my mom's like, I don't want you exposed to that yet. (laughs) (laughs) Understandable. (laughs) (laughs) But then um, as I got older in my early 20s, that's when uh, I kind of thought about again, like, what do I really want to do as a career wise, you know? And uh, my, my family and other friends have always said, you know, like, oh, like, you do kind of give us like a really good, you know, massage like, on our shoulders. You have really good hands for that. You should think about going to school for it. And it was just um, so many people like supporting me to do that. And I thought, well, why not? I'll just give it a try. It's, it was eight months. And I could say that I really love my job genuinely love my job that's awesome yeah yeah having a good support system I think is is always um, oh yeah definitely yeah so what are some of the things uh that you kind of were apprehensive about them when you first started would you say uh I didn't have any expectations going to school for it because again I never really did any research before going into massage therapy school so I've never had a massage before until I went to school I was so nervous because we had like a whole week of like ethics class everything was calm and you know it's just hitting the books and then by that second week they that's when they started you know our instructors be ready because by week two we're gonna start practicing on each other's I was so nervous. Let me tell you, my first experience was I got partnered up with the owner of the CrossFit gym from Green Valley. Oh, man. He is this over six feet tall man. He's very, like, well built. And I'm just here. I'm like, oh, my God, this guy is going to rub me. <laughs> I was so scared and like uh like I was so tense for like an hour and I'm like he better like not do anything weird you know <laughs> but <laughs> but it was it was just I was tense for that first time and then I kind of got partnered with someone else and they kind of got, got like more like relaxed as time passed by and now I know what I was expecting from a massage, which is, let me tell you, nothing, what you see on TV and movies, it's, no, it's totally, totally different. It's an experience. <laughs> what are th- some of th- uh, the first mistakes you made then, would you say? So our teachers are really, um, they're really honest when it comes to body mechanics or how we position our bodies to massage. It's not just standing up and just moving your arms around. No, it's like, you're literally like squatting, keeping your back straight and, you know, moving along with your arm when you're, when you're doing like a a stroke. So it's, it's a workout. So I didn't know how bad I was, you know, I was really, really bad. Um, 
I would, I could potentially get hurt if I didn't, you know, follow, you know, their instruction with body mechanics and really be looking out for that. Um, but, and also when it comes to draping, meaning, you know, how our clients are underneath a sheet and a blanket. So especially when it comes to exposing the glutes, you have to be really careful on not to expose them. Mm. And I'm, I'm pretty sure everyone, every massage therapist who's, you know, new at this, I'm pretty sure they exposed their, their partner. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so awkward and weird because you're really massaging strangers. So you want to make sure that they're feeling as comfortable as you can possibly make them feel and, you know, have them trust you. So that first impression that you give them has, is, has to be like a really good one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, those are two big mistakes, which is the draping and the body mechanics. And I did make a really big mistake on that when it comes to body mechanics, since you guys already know, I had to have surgery on my yeah, left I wrist for that. Yeah. because I had a really bad sprain, but it wasn't just a sprain. It was torn ligaments. So I learned that was like lesson learned ever since then I make sure I stretch before and after I give a massage I stay hydrated I'm using my body the correct way using good body mechanics and I mean it's just being uh on point with it Mm -hmm. so wow so it can be hard (laughs) yeah so sounds like a lot of ergonomics involved (laughs) Like yes. just being careful, positioning yourself correctly, and wow. yeah, and it's a it's a workout too. Like when I first started this full time back in March, you should have seen me. I was so out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> the first half an hour, I was so out of breath, and I was just like, "Oh man, can I can I even do this? Can I keep up with this kind of work?" But then like, you know, as the more I do it, the more practice I get again, and um, my body gets, you know, conditioned, you know, to doing that type of work. And so now it's, it's pretty easy for me now after what, like four months already doing this. Yeah, because I remember you gave us massages when we were in New Mexico. And that was one of the most painful things I've ever endured in life. (laughs) I left a different person. (laughs) I, Sulema, I left a different person too, but for the better. I can't tell you how many times I daydream about that massage. (laughs) (laughs) Wishing that I could get another one from you. (laughs) And with everybody, like, it's, it's different. Like with Antonio, like... I remember his forearms. Mm. I will never forget those forearms. They were so (laughs) stiff. They were tense. And obviously it was going to be more painful for him. Um, With Anna, with you, it was uh, different because I gave you a neck massage, especially, you know, with your migraines. Yeah. Headaches. So, wow, I mean, you still remember that's amazing. <laughs> oh, I remember it. I was like yeah. screaming, and I was like, She's like, I just took off one year from your life. <laughs> that's how I felt afterwards. 
but it felt good. I mean, I could move my arm and everything, but I, I'm not the kind of person who likes massages or things like that. So I think I was tense, even more tense because of that. But definitely it, it did make me feel loosened up. Um, yeah. Especially from all that driving we've been doing in New Mexico and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's really interesting because I think that was the first time that I understood the fact that it does take a physical toll on somebody because I think you had to stop at a certain point. Mm-hmm. Um, but at that, what have you learned since then? I think from the growth from that point, would you say? I've learned to better take care of myself. Um, it's so easy to tell others to take care of their bodies. You know, I'm always telling my clients, you know, stretch, drink plenty of water, be careful on how you're using your body, how you bend and with your knees, not with your back. And things like that. And um, it's, I pretty much, you know, I have to practice what I preach pretty much. (laughs) So it's keeping up with also my health, my body to maintain it healthy. Because if I'm not well, my, the quality of massages that I'm going to give are not going to be high. They're going to be really low. So it's pretty much learning how to adapt to each client also everyone's different Um, everybody's level of pain is different like for Anna it could be like a level four out of ten for for Antonio it could be like a like a ten or more (laughs) (laughs) so it's just adapting to how uh, the client feels uh, how comfortable they feel with me to I'm not going to force them like you know, I need to work on your glutes. <laughs> like, no, I feel like if you're not comfortable, <laughs> no, well, I, I, won't, I won't do it. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> so what, being in this kind of profession, obviously you're dealing with a lot of personalities. Uh, what, what do you think you've learned about the spectrum of kinds of people you run into? Um, I've learned, I mean, you guys know me. I'm more of an introvert. I don't really put myself out there. <laughs> um, I can be, I'm honestly easily intimidated with people who have really strong personalities. So I've had to learn how to be stronger, not be afraid. Mm-hmm. It's, I always tell myself, they don't know more than you know. I know more about their muscles, their bodies, than they do. So don't let them tell you what, what to do pretty much. Cause there's some people that could come in and be like, Oh, I want you to work here and this and that and this. And I'm like, okay, fine. Like I'll take that into consideration. But if I find that maybe a different area has more problems, then I'll focus on that. Like, are you okay with this? Mm-hmm. And be like, well, I, yeah, but I'm pretty sure you're, you're going to find right here. It's going to hurt a lot more. I'm like, okay, we'll see. and they don't believe me when I see when when I tell them that you know we'll see I have clients come in they're like oh I don't feel no pain I feel great and I'm like we'll see they're like what do you mean (laughs) we'll see like I'll just you know I'll um we'll see (laughs) they're like okay and then that's when I start like you know like palpating and just touching certain areas and their muscles. And then that's when they're like, whoa, 
I didn't know I had that pain there. And I'm like, yeah, you're not, you're, there's a lot of pain here. And I can tell that's why I kind of went here first, especially when they, when they tell me, oh, well, I have a desk job. I, I go straight to their neck, upper back, low back, and their glutes. And they don't think that they have problems in their glutes. And let me tell you, like a good 90% of people have problems there, but they don't want to like, like they don't realize it mm-hmm. until I'm like there working on it. And it's pretty bad. So it's um, getting them to understand also <laughs> what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. So I kind of have to use uh, simple terms. I can't say, oh, like the, your infra, uh, your infraspinatus muscle is pretty tight and your rhomboid with your trap and your supraspinatus, it's, they're gonna be like, what are you talking about? (laughs) I'm like, oh, it's the muscles that are surrounding or they're on top or below of your shoulder blade. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That makes more sense. So that was really hard in the beginning, trying to use very simple terms, Mm -hmm it came to clients but with their personalities um I haven't had a difficult client yet so I mean there's always gonna be that one or that (laughs) but I did have someone when I was a student and it was um she was very particular in her massages and we were timed 55 minutes So we had to massage, you know, everything was perfectly timed, the back, the arms, legs, the neck. And this lady wanted for me to do like everything, like literally from head to toe in within the 55 minute mark. And we would get feedback forms from our clients at school and they would be like, uh, oh, she didn't massage my feet. So my massage didn't feel complete. And I'm like, oh, my God, like I only have 55 minutes. And so, OK, so like my goal next time I'll do her feet at least like a minute. And I did. And then I massaged at the end, like her temples, which is not the face. Right. It's it's, it's on the head. Mm-hmm. But this lady, um, she specifically said, I do not want you touching my face. And I'm like, okay, I'm not touching your face. I'm not rubbing your face. It's just your temples. Well, she complained about that too, that I touched her face. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So she was becoming very difficult at this point. So she requested me a third time. And I'm like, okay, like, I know who this lady is. I know this client. <laughs> I'm like mentally preparing and physically too I'm like okay like I gotta time this right and I somehow timed everything perfectly I did not touch her temples or her face um I massaged her feet everything how she liked it and finally after the third time she wrote this was the best massage ever I pay 80 dollars for this wow so I felt so relieved Uh that I wasn't going to get her back anymore (laughs) because they could only request us three times. Oh, okay. So I was like slightly relieved, but then like I learned that there's going to be difficult clients 
and I have to learn how to deal with them. Uh-huh. Don't take it too personally. Obviously, unless like you injure someone, then it's like a big no no. But I haven't injured anyone so far, so that's good. good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think sometimes with clients I've dealt with just cleaning windows, I think sometimes they push you a little harder to see whether you're actually you know professional if you really mean what you're doing or if you're just kind of just screwing around <laughs> it's why does it always seem like the most difficult clients are the ones that come back <laughs> i know because then could you put up with them that's why because <laughs> you're not like yeah. okay gonna get you right in your shoulder <laughs> yeah <laughs> she must have really liked yeah, my you, sisters though. are always yeah. trying to be nice to me and uh because they know they're like like, for example, like if they were being mean to me that day and that day I promised them a massage and they're like, I'm sorry, please don't hurt me. <laughs> can you and do I'm like, like the, oh. can you do the Spock, what is it, the Spock grip oh. where he grabs them right in the, the, right there and they pass out? Did they teach you that in school? <laughs> oh, they taught us a lot of things. Um, to make someone pass out is, <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> this is. They, they told us what not to do. Oh, okay. okay. Not, <laughs> do not like press on both sides of the of the jugular right here or the carotid, sorry. The carotid right here on the neck because if you keep pressing on it, you're going to make them pass out because you're restricting the, the blood flow to their, to their heads. Oh, no. <laughs> so you can knock them out. Um, so they told us not to do that. Um, that's good (laughs) but yeah you learn a lot of like pressure points too um like um like right in the arm like right here in the elbow kind of like like if you hit your funny bone that kind of feeling Mm -hmm. so it kind of like just blocks your arm and you can't move it so uh i have to be careful with that too but it doesn't mean that I don't can use it on my sisters. Yeah. <laughs> Just tell me no jujitsu now. I know, right? <laughs> Look, watch yourself. I was thinking, like, note to self: always stay on Zulema's good, good side. side. <laughs> <laughs> no, her really good side. <laughs> I don't even want to get close to the bad side. <laughs> so I have a few questions, Zulema, if you don't mm-hmm. mind. Yeah. I want to ask some of the questions. Um, that maybe people don't want to ask, but I think it's important. And just based on, <laughs> based on the interview so far and how yeah. the way you, um, I can just tell by, and I already knew this, but it's so good to hear it. It's refreshing. You're, you're very like, um, I can tell you you're very professional mm-hmm. and very mature about it. Cause it, it, you have to be that if you're going to do this type of work, unfortunately, all the, um, Customers may not be, but you know you have to be, and and, I, and it seems like you have a really good attitude for it, which is which is awesome. So, with that being said, uh, I'm going to ask a few questions. So, if I want to get a massage, is it okay if I can have a little drink or two before beforehand? I would suggest not to, um, just to make sure that you're like you know, 100% there, like, mm-hmm. consciously. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. even if it's just for you to, to like, relax, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the massage is for you to, to relax. So I don't want you to, you know, drink too much to the point that you're not 
feeling everything that I'm doing to you. And I don't want to go in too deep and uh, to the point that I can hurt you. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, I would say preferably no. And if okay. you do, let me know. Okay. So I know how deep I can go. Got you. Is it is it rude to fall asleep during a massage? It's a compliment, actually, because it means that you're relaxed, you feel comfortable with me, and your body's relaxing. So it's a very big compliment if you do fall asleep. Hmm. Nice. What about if let's just say you're you're getting a massage, but then all of a sudden you have gas? What do you do? Have you <laughs> does that happen you often? Yeah, have you had not, that not often, but that does happen. Um, it's very natural. Um, your muscles are relaxing. You're you're going in that rest and digest um, state. Your body is so it is normal for people to you know pass gas. Obviously, I'm not gonna laugh, even though you might think it's funny. <laughs> um, I don't want. That. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want them to like feel uncomfortable or like, oh my God, like mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. Like it's okay. Like it's normal. It happens. So don't worry about it. And I've gotten used to it because when I was a student, most of the clients that we get there at school were elderly people. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that goes without saying then. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they are some of the gassiest people in the world. <laughs> I mean, go ahead. Hey, I just speak the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I just speak the truth. Oh my god. Okay. Interesting. Um, and can massages? You kind of mentioned this a little bit earlier, but can massages help with like headaches and migraines? Definitely, it can help. I have a client who she's gone to a chiropractor, other massage therapists for so many years. And she says that it helped for a bit, but not really. So it was more like putting a Band-Aid on the issue, the bigger Mm -hmm. issue that was going on. Mm -hmm. And she told me that, oh, I get massages, but they really wouldn't focus on my shoulders or my neck. And I'm like, really? Then how is that a massage? Mm -hmm. (laughs) To me, a massage like my favorite part of a massage is like the shoulders and yes, the neck, yeah. which is where a lot of people hold their stress, especially with people who have like migraines and tension headaches. That's where you want to focus on. So I've successfully helped many of my clients with their um, headaches and their migraine problems. And that client that I mentioned, she uh, hasn't had a headache and ever since she started coming with me, um, she said that she's felt so much better. So it's just finding the right uh, techniques to use and also focusing on the problem area. Gotcha. Is it common or have you heard of people saying that like after a massage, they have to use the restroom like immediately after? Yes. Is that something that's common? <clears throat> yes, it is. Um you yeah um i've even had clients that they get that they feel thirsty and i tell them especially when it's a deep tissue massage they're gonna feel very very thirsty i I had a client who like maybe like halfway through her massage she's like 
Hey, Sulema, can you um, give me some water? I feel really, really thirsty. My mouth is really dry. And I'm like, she's like, is that normal? And I'm like, in a massage, yes. Especially if you're not very well hydrated before a massage, that tends to happen a lot. But yeah, going to the bathroom, yes. Especially if you get an abdominal massage, even more so. Gotcha, yeah. And that's kind of what I've heard too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And- does that have to do with the lymphatic system at all, or is is that different? Uh, the lymphatic system is uh, different than just like the regular massage, like which is pretty much like muscular. Uh-huh. Uh, there is just, just things. Um, there's something called a lymphatic drainage that helps more with people who have like inflammation in their body who's retaining like fluids Mm -hmm. so it's more of like a light touch kind of like feather like strokes Mm -hmm. and it actually feels really nice it doesn't feel like I'm doing anything to you at the moment it's like it feels like I'm just like rubbing like the top layer of like your skin um but it's it's very beneficial and it feels really nice too interesting yeah, one question I had was you said that people hold their stress in their shoulders and things like that. What are you mm-hmm. doing that makes you put stress there? Um, it it has to do a lot like with the type of work that you do. Like for example, like you um Antonio that do like that does the window cleaning has a lot it has a lot to do with how you use your body and also emotionally. Um people who are emotionally stressed or anxious they they just tend to like tighten up here in the shoulder and neck area. So that's why when people say, oh, I usually hold my stress right here, meaning that that their body is reacting to their emotion, to their, um, you know, environment, to the stress that they have, you know, going on in their lives. And I, I've personally felt that and it feels terrible being so stressed I feel like even like the muscles in my neck are just cramping and there's so much tension so it's besides um, the type of work that you do emotionally um, your body reacts to what you're feeling and is there any way to like um, help with that or would you have to get a massage in order to ease kind of those tensions Yeah. So, I mean, like if you've been feeling that for a long time, I've had people that I've had a a lot of clients that are first hangers, you know, they've never had a massage before and I mean, their bodies are pretty beat up from, you know, it's been in the making for years. So, and they, and and they could even say, Oh, I've been stretching. I've been doing so good with stretching and, you know, exercising and drinking plenty of water and you know trying to relax but nothing seems to help it's because your body needs more than just the stretching and being healthy It, it, it needs that you know for it needs that extra help that massage can give you and it's and it's totally different than getting like those those machines, those like massagers, and it's totally different than getting a machine to do it for you than an actual person, because the person could actually feel 
how tense, they know how deep to go, what techniques to use, how, how, um, how long a massage you need, if you need a treatment plan for that. And I always suggest that it's, it's better to go with someone who knows than trying to work it out yourself um, and trying to use like those like machines to help. They can help, but not like how massage therapists can help you out. I think one of uh, the questions that we had from our listeners, someone asked, when should you go to, do you know when to go to a massage therapist first when you should see a chiropractor? So it's, it just, I, with my clients that do go to the chiropractors, um, they usually go to the chiropractor first and then they go and get a massage or they just vice versa. They can, I've had clients who've gone to me first and then gone to a chiropractor and um, they, it's, it's been going good for them either, either way. Um, but if you really think about it, when you do go to a chiropractor, you go and see the chiropractor first, and then they refer you to a massage therapist. So for me, it'd be going to the chiropractor and then getting a massage, but everyone has a different opinion about this, but this is just my opinion. (laughs) Okay. Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> I have um, a couple of questions that one of my cousins wanted me to ask you. Uh, mm-hmm. So the first one was she wanted to know about uh, if a woman who is pregnant, let's just say she's kind of far along. So mm-hmm. I don't know, in a pregnancy where mm-hmm. she's obviously showing it has the bump. Is it safe for her to get a, <laughs> is it safe for her to get a massage even if she maybe do any day? Yeah, she totally can. It's going to help her body relax. Um, Her body is already going through many changes for those nine months. Um, But she has to go with someone who is certified to give prenatal massages. Because I'm not trained in doing that. But I'm going to take a class this coming Monday for prenatal massage. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, so yeah, cause it's, it's totally different. Obviously you can't have her face down on the table <laughs> because of the baby bump. So okay. it's a totally different, um, experience for pregnant women when it comes to massage. Wow. Okay. That's cool. I didn't know there was a separate certification for that. Yes. So that's pretty good to know. She will appreciate that very much. Yeah. Um, and then the other question she had was, um, is there, should there ever be a concern about any of the oils that are used clogging up your pores? Um, I mean, everybody's skin is different. Um, I, um, they can clog your pores if you're using like a very thick oil. Um, especially I try to use um, massage oils I don't just grab any other like just like a coconut like a coconut oil or just random oils and start, start you know start rubbing you no I prefer to use professional massage oils that are you know especially for the body for the skin so I mean um also has to do with people are they allergic to certain oils or ingredients mm. so I always ask these these questions but 
but yeah it's just using um like a very like not not too thick of an oil so it won't clog the pores gotcha have you i have to ask have you ever dealt with a customer or a client let's just say they don't have the greatest hygiene is there like a procedure like do you just say no i can't give you the massage today or like if aaron would just show up right now how he is (laughs) (laughs) i I shower every day thank you very much so that would never be a problem for me (laughs) but you know so yeah i mean there there are times that clients do come um you know just straight out from work like a full day of work Mm-hmm. or hiking and I, I have to be honest I don't know how they feel comfortable coming to me and then getting right. cream and or oil on Thank their you. body that's you know dirty that's, yeah um, exactly I think so too so uh when it hasn't happened recently but when I was a student I had to get a lot of the elderly people who mm-hmm. just golfing all day and they'd come in the evening to get a massage. And mm-hmm. I mean, it was, uh, it wasn't nice. <laughs> um, so what we do, like if their feet were dirty, like um, I would just grab my hand towel. I grab um, <laughs> my witch hazel with water. I spray down their feet and just, just clean them. Mm-hmm. If, if, you know, I can clean them that way. Sometimes they were just so dirty that not even that would do the trick. Oh, so wow. I just wouldn't touch their feet. Or, I mean, there isn't really much you can do. Well, as a student, there isn't much you can tell them. Um, but I think right now, I always make sure, like, I tell my clients, like, you know, for you to feel more comfortable, it's, you know, better if you just take a shower that way you're clean and you're relaxed after a hot shower and you come to me and you get a massage. So I haven't had anyone like that yet, but um, I mean, I can't say I won't. <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And I appreciate you. Again, I, I appreciate your professionalism because I call them and be like, look, don't be walking up in here stank. You need to wash your butt before you come up in here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I have to learn to really be nice and professional because again, first impressions mean a lot in, in this business. So I can't be pulling an errand. <laughs> well said. Yeah, well said. Well said. <laughs> so with everything we've talked about, all the things you've learned from the, from uh, doing all of this and all the, you know, knowledge you have about it what made you decide to start your own uh business doing it i've always wanted to have a job that i i I loved and i enjoyed and i would wake up and be like oh cool like i have an awesome job (laughs) so um i've had plenty of jobs um never enjoyed them especially my last job as an, an interpreter in the call center Again, introvert, I hate being on the phone. <laughs> it was so stressful for me and it was it was taking a toll on me like emotionally. Like I just couldn't handle it. Uh, 
I'm surprised I lasted like a year and a half, <laughs> but this job is, it's more, um, I just appreciate my clients too. Um, and also me being able to help people feel better, improve, you know, their lives, their, their daily activities. It's just, uh, it just, it just feels nice being able to help others. And so then obviously there's a little bit of stress that goes into starting any business. Um, but what kind of, what was your reaction to it when the uh, pandemic happened then? So when the pandemic happened, it was, uh, I had to stop everything. I couldn't see anyone, obviously, you know, six feet apart. Um, and not being able to really go out, uh, because I would go mobile to people's homes. Um, but I just had to really start from scratch all over again. And having already had it really good, like I was doing pretty good. And then with the pandemic, stop everything. And then having to restart everything, but differently. Because, you know, during pandemic, it's, it's pretty hard to get people want to come to you and, you know, especially with, you know, us being, you know, socially distanced for so for like a year. And um, people, I'm pretty sure I was afraid to see people, but I'm like, okay, like if I don't start now, when am I going to start? Um, obviously I follow protocols. I wear a mask, even though I'm fully vaccinated. And even if my clients are vaccinated, I still ask them, can you please wear a mask? because they're not the only person I see. Mm -hmm. I have other clients and I always keep that in mind. As soon as they leave, I disinfect everything, door handles, chairs, the table, the bathroom, everything ready, you know, from my next client to come in. So I was really nervous, honestly, starting, um, I guess, officially, meaning making, you know, um, doing it through like the app, to really start from, for my clients to make appointments through there um, and really opening up my schedule, doing it full time. I got to tell you, I like a week before I started this, I was so stressed out. I was so nervous. Uh, it came to a point to hours thinking, what if I just wait one more month or two months or three or when pandemic is over? So I kind of had to really push myself and, you know, with the support with my family, man, the girls helped me out a lot. <laughs> my sisters helped me out a lot. And it's so funny. My uh, Saida is my accountant and Sarina is my manager. <laughs> oh, wow. I was going to ask you because like when you're doing that, you kind of got to fill all those roles yourself, but it's good. You got two helpers there. Oh, you know, yeah. It's so cool. For them. Yeah. If, if it weren't for them. I'd be a total mess. <laughs> do, do you pay them in money or in massages? Oh, they get massages. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure they prefer getting yeah, massages. I would. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah. what, what's something that you've learned from running a business, though, that maybe you weren't aware of before? I have to really pay attention, be more aware Um not just remembering my clients, but details about them. Um, 
also uh, with the appointments, I got to be on top of that. I can't, um, you know, stress enough how important it is to be on top of your appointments, uh, which has happened uh, that someone scheduled an appointment, but they didn't do it through the, the, the app. You know, they did it through me. I agreed to the appointment uh, myself. Yeah. And I forgot to put it in the calendar. And I'm like, oh my God, like I totally forgot. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'll make it up to you, I promise. But I mean, lesson learned. Um, I tell my my manager now when I have the appointments. <laughs> <laughs> so she's on top and she can open like my appointment calendar and she can see everything. So she's like, oh, don't forget that you have that interview. Um today at seven and I'm like oh you're right so <laughs> if it weren't for her I probably forget that I had to be here tonight <laughs> oh well nice. we'll thank oh, her wow. <laughs> <laughs> is she in the background making sure you don't say anything wrong or anything like you're on your own you have to learn to <laughs> <laughs> nice hey I have to ask real quickly I just thought of something because when you start talking about business, the business aspect of it, which is kind of like the boring side of any business, uh, <laughs> is there any, um, I'm trying to think of how to ask this, like, is there any kind of extra protection you have to have oh, as yeah. far as like, if you accidentally do injure somebody, or let's just say someone does have an allergic reaction to the oil or any number of things, or someone just claims that you did something, whether you did or not. Yes. How do you protect yourself from that? So there is such thing as massage insurance. Okay. So I have um, a membership with AMTA, AMTA, which is the American Massage Therapy Association. And I have the professional insurance with them, which is the highest one you can get just to make sure. Mm-hmm. And then also with when it comes to my business, uh, my license is an LLC. So if they want to come for me, they can only do the business. They can. My yeah. You might like, stay away from my car. <laughs> <laughs> you can take the manager. You can take the, the accountant. But yes, um, very well protected. Just in okay. case you never know. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't know what kind of client can come in through that door and there's a lot of people just going to to places, finding to sue people to get mm-hmm. money out of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, not with me or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, I'm, and I'm assuming, too, some of the stuff they sign ahead of time will kind of help mitigate that, too. Yes. So I always, especially um, if, they're, if they're new clients, um, I have to fill out an intake form. You know, besides, you know, knowing like basic information and like medical history, because that's an- another thing, knowing their medical history. Um, on the second page, I do have, it's like a huge paragraph, but mm-hmm. um, basically what it says that this is a professional massage. Don't expect anything extra from it. Happy ending, air quotes. Um, Which is good. That's good. To, yeah. It's yeah. good to spell that out yeah, in this world. Also- Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. And also that I don't diagnose anything. 
I'm not a doctor. I'm not a chiropractor. So don't ask me to be, you know, trying to crack your back or your neck. I will not be doing that. Even though it can happen when I'm just like doing like a simple stroke on your back Um, and your muscles relax. So your back just, it just pops, you know, it just cracks. Not wasn't my intention, but I think mine did a few times if I remember correctly. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, so yeah. And then I have them sign, um, sign and date. And I keep that. I'm not updated yet, like to have anything like electronically. I'm very old fashioned and I keep files. Um, so I, I know, you know, I have all that information and I take notes of every massage session I have with every client. Uh, so I can know what I've worked on, uh, when, what exactly happened. Um, so it's, it's just keeping everything, uh, like you said, professional and also let it, letting them know like, okay, like you signed this, you know that, you know, this is this kind of massage and it's nothing else or, you know, protecting myself. And my right. Yeah. Then what advice would you give to someone as to find a resource as like resources you can find to get information as to starting a business or getting that kind of paperwork or the, making an LLC or things like that, finding different roles in your company, what what would you say is a good resource for finding information about that? So in the, um, in the massage insurance that I have, they have a a website. It's um, AMTA uh, massage. Um, And there they have so many resources for massage therapists, um, licensed massage therapists. um, And if they, they they even have courses for like your own business. They even have free forms that you can download um, to make notes or intake forms. So it's uh, they pretty much give you everything there, and you could even look up like different um, businesses and just kind of base yourself off of what questions they have or how they do their business, and um, just asking other people how they how they run their business. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's, it's a pretty good help uh, when you're first starting off. When it comes to the LLC, that was a bit hard in the sense that, man, downtown Tucson, <laughs> going back and forth buildings and uh, just trying to figure everything out was a bit difficult, but you have to not be afraid to ask questions. It may seem like dumb questions, you know, that you may want to ask, but no, like it's because you're new at this and you want to know, mm-hmm. you know, what you're getting yourself into and what kind of protection you have and what kind of license you should get. So it's just ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask questions and, you know, ask others also who has this type of business, what has helped them to be able to run this business. And then I knew a chiropractor one time and the police or the, the government would call upon him to go in cases where there was some kind of malpractice with, with chiropractors dealing with that stuff. And he could stand as a witness to say what techniques were professional and maybe where he was straying into an area that was not correct. 
Have you ever mm-hmm. been like asked to do that kind of stuff or you think you're in a position where you could answer those kinds of questions? I have not been in that kind of position, but then again, I can never say that I won't be. Um, again, you don't know what kind of client you're going to get um, in in certain situations, but um, I don't know. I'd be pretty nervous. <laughs> yeah, because like um, I guess like one, he, there would be chiropractors throughout town, and maybe they would do something, and someone would accuse them of something. So he'd have to go and be like, "Hey, no, this is the correct technique. This is what we do. They may have felt this, but this is how we're actually trained." So mm-hmm. I always thought that was interesting, but I just, yeah, it's really interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll call on you if that ever happens. <laughs> I'll be like, she's my lawyer or something like I'll that. I'll make sure not to answer. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, we really appreciate you being on the podcast. Dilemma. Yeah, this was awesome. Oh, actually, I have one more question. Oh, no. <laughs> or two. Oh, no. Part A, part B. <laughs> what is your favorite type of massage to give and to get? And then that leads me into the second question. Where does someone, <laughs> a professional like yourself, go to get a, a massage? <laughs> My favorite type of massage is a deep tissue because that way you get to really work out, like, the trigger points and like for me uh, uh relaxing it's it gets a little boring sometimes because <laughs> you can't like you find all these like oh like this person is messed up right here their muscle is really tight or I found all these trigger points but I can't really can't get work <laughs> I can't work them out because it's a relaxing massage mm. but when it's deep tissue that's a different story you can work out those trigger points and like everything obviously within the time span that I have and whatever, you know, in which areas they ask me to work on or to focus on. Um, I definitely enjoy it. And mostly um, not because I get to work it out, but they can, my clients can feel that relief. Uh, They can, they have better movement on like on their shoulder and, um, it's just, it's just pretty awesome. Like just helping others and them feeling the difference and how massage can actually really benefit you. It's not just like a luxury kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. That was your question. Did you have two? Yeah. So where do you, Sulema, where do you, <laughs> yeah, where do you get massages from? I mean, it's not so, fair that you can't give yourself one because you're so good at it. <laughs> I know. If I could, I totally give one myself every yeah. single day. <laughs> but I actually go to someone I went to um, massage school um, with. She's pretty amazing. She has her own business as well. Um, her name is Naeja. She is amazing. She understands uh what a massage therapist body goes through Mm. (laughs) so she knows exactly like where I need you know that help in Mm -hmm. for me it's my left shoulder my low back my glutes like kind of want her just to give me like a two-hour massage like every day (laughs) yeah (laughs) but yeah um that's where I go to I'm very picky with who I go to I don't like being rubbed I like being worked on Mm -hmm. so I prefer deep tissue Mm -hmm. 
because I really need it. <laughs> so are there any uh, businesses in town that you would just bash? Because I bash fish window cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> um, I tend to I'm just kidding. Window- you don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I can tell you. <laughs> like, my, again, my opinion, everyone's opinion is different. I have a right to my opinion. And here it is. <laughs> I... <laughs> I tend to stay away from spas just because I I think that um, I'm not saying that they're bad or anything, but again, I love deep tissue. If you want to go for a relaxing, you can go to a spa. It's whatever you want. But when it comes to deep tissue, um, I don't know. I, I feel like the therapists, not everyone, but the therapists that at least that I've gone to, they just kind of, I feel like they just do like the same massage to everyone. It is just like, okay, like client in and out, in and out. They don't really focus it on what you really ask them to work on. Mm-hmm. So that's been in my experience. And I've gone several times to spas to get a massage and it's not for me. I prefer going to someone that I, I trust and, and I know, mm-hmm. which is my Asia. <laughs> So then you can plug your business now. What's the name of your business? And what are your days, I guess? It's a whole body massage. And um, I work Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Um, uh, During the weekdays, it's from 9 in the morning until 8. And then on Saturdays, it's from 1 to 6. So, so if you want to travel to yeah. Tucson, Arizona, yeah, <laughs> highly recommend. Highly recommend. <laughs> ten out of ten. Do you, ha- do you have a website as well? Yes, I do, and uh, it's a really long one. So it's wholebodymassage.amtamembers.com. Okay. So awesome. again, this is one of the resources that. Uh, yeah, that that I get from that website that I get my oh. insurance. You get a free website too. That's mm-hmm. awesome. The website um, looks really nice, we, by the way. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, we should definitely put a link to that up. Yep. Along with along with this episode as well. Yeah, yeah and we'll tag your Instagram as well. Yeah, yeah. that'd be great. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you again for being on the podcast, and we'll all just pretend that music is playing right now because. I still haven't <laughs> recorded it, but we'll just, you know. This has been Two Crazy Scoops Podcast with your hosts, A.O. and Tino and A.N.A. pressing the buttons. We'll see you guys next week as we have another random guest. Or maybe it'll just be us. Who knows? We'll see. Until next time. Crazy.